Welcome traveler. You have entered a realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for Tales from Beyond the Dice. Welcome back to Beyond the Dice. Now, Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etica, but unfortunately, we're not playing Dungeons & Dragons today, and it won't be taking place in New Etica. We will be playing the wonderful game called Durance. Durance is a role-playing game from the designer Jason Morningstar, author of the award-winning game Fiasco. Now, Durance is a fast-paced, low-prep, highly collaborative game designed for about three to five people and one or more sessions of play. It includes an engaging and detailed science fiction setting. You can find Durance in your local gaming store, as well as a PDF version on DriveThruRPG. If you want to learn more about Durance, head over to bullypulpitgames.com. That is B-U-L-L-Y-P-U-L-P-I-T games.com. The great thing about it is it's not as hard to learn as some RPGs. It's sort of a, a quick game that you can throw together. There are some quick play cards and some surveyor cards that you can download as a part of the PDF package. It really helps set the game up quickly. Yeah, if you like science fiction, if you like to role play and sometimes just yell at your friends, check out Durance. Anyway, Durance. It takes place in a near future, could be a distant future, but it is a universe in which humans from Earth have sent out ships to take surveys of the many planets in our galaxy um, in the hopes to colonize some of these planets and so you know being humans our earth our planet is overrun with the super rich and the um, the criminals and so basically Durance is Space Australia for the super rich, the authority of Earth, chucks a bunch of prisoners on one of these um, these colonial or co- you know colony ships, sends them out to this planet to set up base and uh, start a new world to expand the human race. This could basically be this could be 40k in a way, you know, as humans are seeding the galaxy as they go and they wipe out. Yeah, let's not go into that, should we, Ben? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, this this game takes place on one of those planets, and we will be selecting and um, removing some of the, uh, the the information that came back from the survey to sort of randomly generate our world that we'll be playing in. And just before all that, I will say it's not just me playing this. There's some other people here too. Hi guys, as Luke mentioned, I'm here, I'm Ben, I usually play, well, in Tree Reach, I was playing Borgrix, and you'll know me as Cortain from, from, uh, Darkhaven. It's not fair to Levi. What? Oh, I've got two characters. How many do you have, Levi? I, I might have two characters, just nobody knows. I'm also playing a <laughs> Levi. Spoiler alert. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still Levi. I used to play Ags. I might still in the future. And Did you? I, Did you? Did you play Ags? No. Uh, Ada. Ada. <laughs> 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 Hi-oh! 
played Ada, he was a bugbear, totally remember my previous character. I'm uh, looking forward to possibly playing a new one. So we already said Luke, and my name is Peter, and this time I'm not playing the DM, and I'm not playing Spig Stenser, I don't know who I'm playing till we find out this time. It's a real identity crisis. <laughs> Hi Trav, uh, Little Moss, uh, Brandon Bailofist, and um, Captain Awesome on the weekends. It's just like, you just said your credentials were such gusto, it's like, you know, yeah. don't even need to say that that's who you play in D&D, like just, just the word association, people will get it. Yep. My, my reputation precedes me. Mm, mm. I think that's your most lively introduction on the podcast so far. Usually you're like, I'm Trev. I play Little Moss. He's a- I've that's actually started that's listening a, that's to That's a our- crate of cargo I'll probably be sitting next to the whole, whole there. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me go into my corner. Oh, it's funny. It's funny that um, it's a bit of a callback. Um, yeah. So I, I ha- I've been listening to the podcast for the first time, and I realised that that was boring as batshit. And I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be more positive. All right, so just back off. Well, kudos, kudos. Did you also just have a nap before recording this? A small nap. Uh, you had a nap too, Peter. Yeah, yeah. but I, got, I had an alarm clock. My Travis did not work as well. All right, let's uh, let's quickly talk about. Um, yeah, we've talked about the, you know, Earth sends out these planetary survey ships that collect information on planets, bring it back, and then the authority of Earth sends out uh, colony ships to, um, you know, start new life there, to 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 kickstart a community and a culture. And what happens is there, are, you know, there are not enough ships to go out and do these planetary surveys. They've got to meet KPIs, they've got to meet deadlines. So as they're flying past, the survey is, uh, for almost every planet, is excellent, you know? The atmosphere is excellent. The climate is mild, geology is stable, hydrology is favorable, biology is benign, and intelligent life is absent. This is the perfect place. It's basically Earth, guys, but there's, you know, there's no higher life forms on there. There's nothing that's really going to kill you. Go and settle. And so we all get on our ship and we get sent over. And when we start to approach the planet, and we've only got enough fuel to get to the planet and set things up, we realize that this survey is not quite correct. And now that's what we're going to do endurance. We're going to each circle one of the, um, the true surveys and cross out one that is fake and we start with the UTS which is the the universal terrestrial survey uh, and then we'll move on to the colonial record so in order of play it'll be Ben, Levi, Luke, Peter and Travis uh, Ben it is your turn so if you go to the far right you can circle and strike so circle is one that you want to be true and striking out is um was a lie. Okay. Uh, you better circle intelligent life is absent because you're playing. Wow. Oh, <laughs> funny. Okay. Also, crossing out. Biology is benign. Okay. Circling. Climate is mild. Nice. I'm going to circle. Intelligent life is absent. Mm. <laughs> Good one. And I'm going to cross out. Geology is stable. Oh, I don't want earthquakes. 
just to be like swamps and mud. So I'm circling atmosphere is excellent, but I'm crossing out hydrology is favorable. So the water ain't too bad here. No, the water is the bad wa here. The water, yeah, water is very bad. Are you sure? How do you have a sip yet? Have you yes, had I, a sip? I died and now I'm a new character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now we start on the colonial record with Peter. So once again, circle one um, and strike one out. First, I'll read out the record. Yep. So planning is meticulous. This is for the um, this is for our colony. Density is low. Workforce is motivated. Prosperity is high. Order is well established, and justice is universal. What's what's planning? Like how it's set out and stuff. Yeah. Roads, toilets, pubs. In that order. Yeah. <laughs> Order is not well established. Yes. Justice is universal. How can those two things be true? At Figure the same time? it out. Gunslingers, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. And now it's your turn, Trav. Well, prosperity is going to be high, and the density is not going to be low. Now back to Ben. Oh, planning is not meticulous. But the workforce is motivated. Nice. <laughs> Alright, so we have A, B, F. And now for those who haven't played Durance before, you have the planetary survey, and it will give you three letters which you then read in the Durance book, which you can purchase on DriveThruRPG and from the Durance website. And then you find those numbers and what they... Yeah, you find what they correlate with in the book, which gives you your planet, and it gives you a few extra um, little bits of information that we can use for our roleplay. Can we choose our planet name? It's world building for lazy people. No. You're not wrong. Oh, I was just going to suggest Space Australia, but all good. But I, I, like, I like the fact that it's preset in a way, because I think when you generate like homebrew your own universe you tend to fall into like similar patterns so this is a way of breaking you out of kind of the done thing yeah and i feel like this gives you um like it gives you stuff to draw from that isn't your experience with media so we'll probably end up creating a conglomeration of planets from star trek stargate star wars no you do 40k mate yeah i would do 40k and it would be fucked up and everyone would be dead <laughs> uh, so, this is our planet because we have A, B, F, which is Amor 6. I would prefer to pronounce it Amor 6. Okay, Amor. Amor 6. And now, that's the thing with this game is you have, um, it's collaborative. So, if somebody believes that, um, you know, this is this, like, you know, if this character is missing an eye, then you roll with it. He's missing an eye. Yeah, I like the I like the improv kind of keep the show rolling aspect of this. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Our colonial record we have. What do we have, boys? We have W, X, and Z, which we then look to in the book. Oh, I like the look of this one. You're welcome. Okay, so we're starting on our planet. Um, first, so would you like to read the survey and then I will get, um, we'll get Trav, you can read out the revised survey for Amor 6 and then 
Levi, you can read out all the details. Where's that? You should see it on the page underneath. What oh, drives yes. us? Yes, I do. Alright, so there is no intelligent life on Amos 6. The atmosphere is ideal and weather patterns are highly favourable to agriculture. Amos 6 is a viable candidate for a colony. So then our ship gets there and the captain or the governor, whoever it might be, rewrites the survey. And that survey says... This was a lie. No, it says... <laughs> Amos 6 is an ellipsoidal planetary body. Does that mean that it's an oval? <laughs> I is think that what so. that means? Yeah, I think so. Huh. It's an oval. Wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> Ovular? Ovular. Ellipsoidal. <laughs> Ellipsoidal. No, that, that's what it means. Equatorial mountains reach the stratosphere. Water exists only in pockets near the planetary core and is extremely difficult to reach. Common compounds within the planetary biome are neurotoxic. Well, this sounds like fun. I don't see how we can survive here. Wait, is that actually in the survey? Yeah. That's what we found. That's what we found when we got there. No, no, I mean the last sentence. I don't think we can survive here. Yeah, yeah. yep. I like it. <laughs> and the details, Levi, if you want to read that out. We have six details which we should include in this roleplay in the story that we're telling tonight. The summit of the King Amur, the highest peak on the planet, basically in outer space. Number two, a report on the planet's biochemistry encrypted. Number three, subterranean lizards commonly found nesting near core pools. Dinosaurs! Yeah. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> I love the movie about this. <laughs> Number four, a cache of crux antitoxins, inert or worse, without the enzymatic key, like an enzyme. Five, a frigid polar ocean made of liquid methane, just waiting to be mined. And six, a surveyor's ytterbium laser, modified to cut through steel. All right. So they're things that we'll use in the role play. We'll keep it on the. We'll keep it there. If you if you uh, play this at home, it's always good to um, write those down. If you think you need to flick through the book, um, and you know there will be one person that's sort of guiding everyone through. Um, you can always divvy that out to somebody. They can write it down. Now we've got our colony, which is Corrective Colony Fourteen, and Ben, would you like to read out? the authority side of the colony description and then Peter I'll get you to write out the convict read out the convict side of it sure okay authority is firmly in charge and her laws are enforced including programs of food rationing and industrial labor but the lags are restive angry and full of schemes little can be expected they are a hard grasping lot who would gladly ruin everything we've built just to spite us were we to let up for a moment sorry the the sentences are really small like yeah. the lines there's only like three words in a your line so it's hard your english to... is limited yeah look i've been <laughs> drinking a little bit leave me <laughs> corrective colony number 14 has barely taken root every structure is temporary no effort has been made to expand the initial fortified compound. What is that? We have a whole miserable planet to work with, and yet authority keeps us caged like animals inside this minus fortress. Okay, details. A convict tattoo rig. Two, the assembly platform and gallows. Ooh, nice. Three, a custom-built device carefully packed 
in its own protective crate. Four, Draughton's Crawl, an above-ground warren of dilapidated shacks. Shab Menin, a lag who used to be marine. And finally, the Burn Pit and what it contains. Dinosaurs. <laughs> the burning right. dinosaurs. Yes. So, um, next, Levi, what we'll get you to do is um, cross out uh, one of our drives there. So we have, these are the things that drive our colony. Control, harmony, status, indulgence, safety, and freedom. So I'll get you to strike out one of those. and We then... do not care about status. Ooh, nice. Bam. We do not care about indulgence. Ooh. We do not care about safety. I feel like based on this, we do not care about freedom. <laughs> it's a corrective colony. Like, that. it just seems... <laughs> we do not care about harmony. Yes. Good band. Control. Our drive is control. Control! Ta-da! I want to be the fat controller. Now, <laughs> we will move on to the rung. The, the rung. Ladder. I mean, the ladder. <laughs> there are rungs on a ladder. There are not ladders on a rung. So, what the ladder of our colony is, there are two sides of the ladder. We have the authority and we have the convicts. There are multiple rungs in each of the sides of the ladder and these rungs are how our social society works so obviously the highest rung and the most important people and the lowest rung is the the scum and the villainy really they're the the lowest of our society so first off in the authority we have the governor and he is the highest ranking official the Next on the authority is the functionaries. There is the judge advocate and the captain of marines, and they are the governor's enforcers. Third on the authority rung is the free colonists, swells, planters, and spouses. So they are things like merchants, uh, farm owners, and then partners, children, or um, husband, wives, etc. of people in power um, as well as people who are also swells and planters fourth on the rung for the authority we have the marines and the last rung on the authority side are emancipists so they're former convicts they're free but they're distrusted they could also be people that have chosen to leave their lives behind on earth and come to this planet Amur 6 um, now we have the convict side. Who would like to read that out? I will. Cool. So uh, the top of the convict pile, so to speak, considering that we're not organized and that the authority <laughs> is well and truly in control, is the Jimba Damba. <laughs> they rule the criminal class. Next is either the abbot or the captain. So like the two I see. Captain Sharp. Captain Sharp. Nice. Yeah, that's the his sh- name. I don't know sharp, why. but Sharp Captain. Uh, Lord of Vice or the God of War, depending on your flavor. Mm. Uh, we have the Bolters, so runaway gangsters, convicts, or convict royalty. So they're kind of like the upper echelon. Uh, then we have the convicts or the lags and sables that were referred to in the description. So just basically um, crims. And then we have the outcasts, which are wreckers and crawlers, and they're the political prisoners. 
or ruined prisoners. What's a ruined prisoner, Luke? Um, a ruined prisoner can be described as like they're just maybe insane and there's no there's no health system or people that care to take care of them so they end up on the streets ah, so um, like you take a shiv and it doesn't heal and then you go a bit batty or something or not strong yeah. enough to be a bolter not attractive enough to be a sable yeah that's right um lags lags are like a male um and sables are female um, that's just something that they have said in the durance book but um, men can be prostitutes too yeah yeah, exactly. And they're um, lags. Yeah, and in, in the outcast, you've got wreckers and crawlers. Now, wreckers are, it says political prisoners, they're troublemakers, they're kind of like terrorists in a way. You know, they're on the outskirts of society because of their religion or their philosophy or their actions. Um, they're sort of despised by the authority and not really liked by the convicts either because they're usually extreme in some way. Um, and a crawler is they're the useless or destroyed prisoners um, yeah they're, they're, they're literally like they might have no legs or be incredibly old or um, you know have broken minds and nobody has any like, care um, for them like Spigs he doesn't have legs <laughs> <laughs> or like Cortain he doesn't have a hand like that kind of yeah, yeah kind of yeah, that's kind exactly of. Cool. like it exactly alright cool so now what we're going to do is we will have somebody actually um, who just had their turn. Ben finished his. Levi, you can, can you roll did three. Did I just finish mine? You did. You chose control. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, we were yeah. reading stuff out after that. But that doesn't count. Cool. cool. Yeah, 3d6. Uh, yeah, roll 3d6. And then tell me what. The, you need to roll one at a time. Sorry. Oh, good. Because they're too many the same. I've got, got a one. For the first one? Yep. Civility. Second Next one. Next die a four. Savagery. And the last one. Oh, just a two. All right. So when we're playing scenes out, there's a triangle. Civility, savagery, and then our drive, which is control. And when we can't find a conclusion for a scene, um, we can use these, these dice that we've rolled at the start of the game, which automatically goes to the largest number. So, for example, at the moment, it'll be savagery, or we can choose to roll that again and then take the result, the highest result. Um, to, that's if we don't know how to figure out a scene or push the scene or the, the narrative onward. So we'll leave that there for now because we don't need to go back there uh, until we're actually playing. Next, we will have... Um, each player will pick a rung or, or a character, if you will. Uh, this happens one player one character at a time you cannot choose something on the same rung uh, and it's always good to have one on each side of the ladder so first off i'm going to go and choose the abbot oh not that guy yeah not that guy the um, lord of vice now i will roll on the name chart um i'm gonna make the abbot a gentleman so four and four and then my surname all right so i chose the abbot and his name is leonard colt next we will have peter i have a question that i want to propose can we have because we have such a harsh environment and we kind of don't have um 
What was the other one? So we didn't have orders that well established with justice as universal. And we're having sort of like a gunslinger, like maybe like bounty hunter sort of style thing. Can the judge advocate be half like, so like cyborg or half robotic? Yeah, if that's something that we want to create in this. Um... Do you want to play Robocop? Is that what you're saying? Basically, the judge advocate is um is is a judge. He sits in a chair and he bangs a little. Do you just want to be Spigs? He, he makes up. A <laughs> <laughs> sits in a chair. Just be Spigs oh, and oh, dance. So so if, okay. So the judge is not like okay. There's. He's not like a judge from Judge Team. No, he's not a judge direct judge. So that would be more down. Captain um, of Marines. Yeah. Okay. So let's go, Captain of Marines then. Captain of Marines and random me a name, please. Okay. Um, would somebody like to roll two d six for me? Oh, uh, tell me what the first is and the second. First is four. Second is five. So Spigs, we do have a ytterbium laser, which everyone knows what it is. So you could like cyborg arms all the way. His, his what Spigs. was? What, what was the um? What was the number? Sorry, Peter. It's forty-five. Uh, cancer. Yep. And then roll again. That. Yep. For the surname. Yep. Hats. Hats. Actually, it's pronounced hats. Kensa. Mr. Hats. hats. All right. Um, senior, senior hats. All right. So I'm taking my inspiration from the authority description. Authority is firmly in charge and her laws are enforced. So I'm going to be a female governor. Nice. Nice. Uh, and that's a 3-3, three, three, Wend, and a 3-6. So, uh, Atkin. Can I be Wendy? Yep. Wendy Atkin. So, Phil, just type that in on your card over there and tick the little box. And next we have Ben. Um, so, I think I would like to be the judge. Can't. You, that rung has already been taken by oh, was Peter. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because he had to pick one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good. All good. I will be Captain Sharp. You can't. I've already taken... Dang it! Okay, sorry. (laughs) I keep looking at it and... Okay, my bad. My bad. Do you want to be the governor? (laughs) (laughs) Funny way, but well deserved. I approve. I approve. I will be the Dimba Damba. Okay. You want to roll your die? (laughs) No, I would like to pick if that is... If that is okay. Yeah, cool. Hmm. Gotta be quick if you want to pick. Ah, 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 ah. Um, 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 um. Frederick von Straub. <laughs> you can't write Andy Lawton there. <laughs> Andy Lawton. Frederick von Straub. With a D or a T at the end? D. Wait, no, B. Straub. 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 Cool. All right. And next, is this, we will this have is a Levi. German settlement. The Dimba Damba is 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 picking up a bit of a German vibe. What of it? Is that Reich? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be a crawler, and my name is going to be First Strike, Lu- uh, Trav. First Strike. Varford. Varford. Leonard Varford. So four uh-huh. four, then four five. A wreck. A crawler. Cool. Do you want to do you want to change that first name just in case it gets confusing? Linard and Leonard, yeah. <laughs> oh, who got the Linard? Me. Oh, yeah, no, definitely changing that. That's annoying. I'm Ed. 
Ed. Hey, Ed. Barfridge. What was your surname? Who is that? Barfridge. Even your name sounds poor. No one uses my name, Barford. All right. And we then have myself. So I shall be... Uh, I'm going to go Emancipist. And I'm going to roll on the name chart, and it's going to be a 2-3, which is... I think, is it Jenny? Jemmy. Six... Oh, I can't! I can't do that. I can't be like related to myself. Five and three. Carlton draft. Jimmy Carlton. All right. Uh, next we have Peter. All right. Let's go with. Has to be on the opposite side. The Bolter. Bolter. All right. You want to roll or choose a name? Actually, was it? Sorry, what was it? One of them. So I want to go back to a thing. So we do have a lag that used to be a marine. Do we have to have them as one of the characters when we do choose it? No. Okay. You don't have to, but it's always, like, it can be handy. Okay. Um, Bolter, let me... Random name. Wilton. I'm going to last name Cox, C-O-X. <laughs> Wilton I'm Cox. not kidding. I was just about to choose that name for <laughs> a male sable. <laughs> oh, Wilton Cox. Wilton Cox. <laughs> All right, it is now your turn, Trav. Uh, well, I'm going to be a sable, but it's just I don't think I'm going to get a better name than that, so I'm just going to go random. Um, five and two. Uh, Ollis. That's pretty good. Call me Ollie for short. Uh, and three and six. Uh, Atkin. Ooh, there is an Atkin, we- isn't there? That's fine. You, oh, you're related I, I to yourself. I don't want to be related yeah. to myself. Oh, yeah. That's boring. Uh, I'll sure roll again. You uh, can you can choose to be related to somebody else if you want. You can choose another surname from there, or you can roll it. Depends what you want. You can be Ollie Hats. Who's who's the who's the, the um, captain judger? of Marines? Is and who's that? He's from the Huts. He's the Huts. Peter. Peter. The Hats. The Hats family. Oh, nah, I think related to Peter's lame. <laughs> hey man. Sorry, Ben. Hey. Sing. I've been related to him for all my whole life, and it's, you know, can't complain, I guess. <laughs> ben, are, are you taking on Ash's surname to get away from Peter? <laughs> no, I'm Peter Keech. Take Hammers. Ollie, Ollie Keech. Keech. The, the Sable. So, oh, Sable is a lady. Yeah. I am gender non binary. Okay, cool. Easy. All right, and next we have. Ben, you've got your last choice. You haven't. I will pick a marine unless rank dot name is someone else's. <laughs> okay. I'll pick rank dot name. My name will be Adenak Colt. Are we allowed to like make us related to other people? Yep. Awesome. What's your rank? Corporal. Cool. All right. And last of all, we're gonna have Mod. Um, hey. Sorry. Sorry. Um. When you chose Adenak, did you meant to be? Did you mean to, to be Canada backwards? Maybe when I was a lot younger, that was the name of a, of a, you know, of a, of a, of a person in a story that I made up when I was in like year four, and I wanted to bring it out. So nice. I was hoping you nice. wouldn't think of that, but um, yeah. <laughs> good Sorry, on you. Was it Canada backwards then? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was not as I was even worse then at coming up with names. <laughs> All right, it's Levi. Sorry, I interrupted you. Now you're good. Mod 
Ma. For the planter or the free conalists? Mad <laughs> Ma. Yeah. That's, that's a mad There's name. There's a silent R and another E in Ma. <laughs> I don't know. Does it start with an R? Yeah, that's right. Can you at least once go, hey, Ma? <laughs> hey, Ma. Okay, we've got a full spread. We've got a full ladder here at the moment. Now, we are to choose, or actually, we are to pick some um, some oaths for other players' characters. It can't be for your own. It has to be for somebody else's. So, um, it is my turn. Rex, Levi just had his. So, I'm going to go to Wendy Atkin. And... Oh. <clears throat> Uh, let's go with Wendy Atkin, the governor. Yeah, the governor. Yeah. Her oath is she will never abuse her power. No! <laughs> so constraining. <laughs> it's like the best one to pick for Travis. <laughs> All right. Um, next is Peter. You choose for somebody. I'll give Trav. Can I? Can I pick on Trav? You can. You can. You can um, choose for his Ollie Keach. Ollie Keach. You guys are jerks. <laughs> <laughs> we all get oaths. Honor. I will never let honor interfere with personal gain. Ooh, nice. Good. Good. I That's like that. Licentious. Um, and next we'll have. Trav, it's your turn to pick something horrible or great. All right. And I want to be interesting. All right. I'm, g- I'm going to be nice. Uh, for for Frederick von Straub, the Dimba Damba, mm-hmm. um, authority, uh, I will never tolerate incompetence. Oh, I like it. Um, so are you writing? Do I write that down? Or do you write I'll, that down? I'll write, I'll write it. Okay. So I believe it's 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 my turn. Is that right? It is your turn. Go. The Emancipist, Jemmy Carlton. Self-interest. I will never forgive the authority for what they've done. Alright. For Adonak Cult, on Mercy, I will never prevent the group Free Colonists from being harmed. So you do not care if the free colonists are harmed. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. That's a dangerous one. All right, it's my turn, okay. Four. Oh, shit. The crawler. Crawler, crawler. I will never allow Von Straub, Straub to best me. Uh, next is Peter. Hmm. Oh, just... See who's left. The abbot and the planter. Uh, the abbot. I will never abandon what I've built here. Next will be Trav. Uh, so for, is it Mard Ma? Uh, I will never pay for protection. Oh, nice. I'm a commie. No, you just like, you don't give in to um, the criminal element. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, sorry, look, Trav's Ollie Keach is the other way around. All right, what do you want? What is it? Personal gain over honor. Does that mean that he's dishonorable? 
pretty well. Yeah, he'll never let, you know, him keeping to a deal stop him from getting money. Like, I could not steal this, or I could steal it and get wealth. Yeah, or I could keep my word and not get a payday, or I could betray you. Oh no, someone's getting mugged in the streets. What if oh, I mug I both of them? It's like, but I'm late for a dinner engagement. <laughs> okay, so is it is it my choice? It is your choice. Okay, Captain Kensa Hat. Captain of Marines. I will never show a weaker man mercy. Oh, yes. Shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> and then I've rolled for Wilton Cox, and he's on self-interest, number four. I will never place the people's freedom over my own comfort. Oh. He's a bolter. Yep. Maybe that's just stereotypical, but I rolled for it. All right, we have all of our oaths. Now, what all these oaths are, are if you break this oath, if you're forced into some sort of conversation or action or a scene where you have to break or you're forced to break this oath, oath your character sort of falls to the wayside and is is dead. It can actually, like, killing them in that scene can also be um, a way that the, that character moves on. Yeah, so if you break an oath, that character disappears in one way or another. It has to work out in the scene. You know, you can't just, you know, my character, the abbot, you know, his oath is I'll never abandon what I have built here. But, you know, he decides to walk away from his position because he's built some cereal on the ground. Uh, it doesn't really suit the scene for him to just die off or whatever, uh, or to, to break the oath like that. So it, it's got to... It's got to be meaningful in some sort of way. You can also kill characters um, through scenes um, if it comes up like that. And once a character dies, you can basically um, choose another. Um, it doesn't have to be from the same position. Um, it can be somewhere else. But, <clears throat> for example, if the governor is still alive you can't decide to then pick another governor it has to be somebody has to be one of the rungs that there are many um people so for example um anything of the third low the third rung or lower and um yeah that's pretty much it for the oaths now what we'll do is just kind of talk about the planet and our colony um so We've found out that this planet is not quite perfectly sphere. It is a little... Elliptical. Uh, yeah, elliptical. It's kind of ovular. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so the details, uh, some of them are a bit weird. Um, like... The subterranean lizards commonly found near nesting grounds at the corpals. What type of lizards are they? Are they small lizards? Are they large lizards? Um, you know, that's sort of thing. Are they dinosaurs? It's, yeah, what are we... Do I we think they're to... fire-breathing dinosaurs, um, and they're the first dragons. I, um, I like that too, Travis. Because... It's near the core, and they eat molten stuff, and then they breathe fire. I that would be cool. Mm. But they drink water? Yeah. 
they get when they get because cool down because that's what the core pools are the core pools are pockets of water but it's heavy water so they have some self-contained fusion inside of them yeah it keeps it at bay until they get angry Mm. all right so we have to as as a colony we have to correct collect that heavy water and then process it into drinkable water is that correct yes well you can i think you can drink heavy water it's just used, yeah, it's just used, it's just useful in um, fusion. Ah, it's I not it great not for weight for loss. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Um, so there were gallows. Can we? Yes. Can our justice system be like you know? There's always one, one judgment, and it's always death. But it's either the gallows or. If you choose, you can go down into the depths, and if you bring up a bucket of water you go free but you have no weapons or protective gear nice yeah well you're the governor so you can you get you I'm yeah the dimba damba. he's the dimba damba. oh no you're the dimba damba so yeah well um i think that's pretty cool if everyone agrees i like the sound of that it's like i a like the water pro- run i was actually thinking something along those lines because it's like the assembly platform and gallows but you can choose yeah you have to go and yeah, you potentially have to go and kill a dragon and return with water to um, to survive. Yeah. And it incorporates our workforce being motivated and our love of control. Yes. Yeah, because if you don't meet now, your quota, you get sent below. Uh, another thing is um, the governor gets to choose if the convicts have, at the convicts and the, um, the colonists, if they have um, uniforms, how the convicts attract, you know, uh, do we have shock collars on are there chips implanted in us do we have like a our barcode number um printed on us they're tattooed yeah yeah whereabouts on the face oh on the like whereabouts um like cheeks and forehead okay and are they barcodes are they just numbers are they random it depicts the crime what they committed in how like pictographs or like a little yeah like a pictograph or... like, like a little if they're cut... a murderer it's got a picture of an, like a, a knife um, oh like if, a little if, icon if they're a thief it's a little like burglar with a bag of money <laughs> <laughs> no, you can wow. flavor your, I'll, let, I'll let the convicts flavor their own tattoos based okay. on their crimes alright nice um, do, do they wear like you know jumpsuits or do they have any sort of uniform um, you know tat- tattered rags okay so it's just whatever clothes yeah, there's definitely a class system here where they don't have anything nice. All right. Uh, now another thing is you choose um, four-digit numbers for each of them or you can just tell us to choose our own number. Choose your own number. I don't care. So, um, Frederick, what number do you want? 1048. Actually, I want Ed Varford to have 24601. Everyone what else can choose it. 24601. But that's not a four-digit number. That's okay. That's fine. Leonard Colt, the abbot, is going to be... 69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,69,
like a, a machine sort of thing that the convict walks into and it grabs like these arms grab each of the legs um, and then it, it legs and arms and holds them in place while this machine comes down and lays a tattoos on um, their, their crimes on their face. You know what? I didn't even see that when I made up the tattoo thing. I think that the, um, the I think somebody in the convict side has um, stolen one of these machines and um, use, uses it to like um, you know do, do, do other tattoos on people um, but I think something that would be kind of interesting around that is like People like people in the in the convict side will pay for more heinous crimes yeah. to see more of oh, a badass. See more badass. I love it. Yeah. Um, or you could get them on your ass as well, and then you would be <laughs> badass. <laughs> Literally a badass. Uh, for our drive of control, do each of the characters want to be going up the ladder to gain yeah. control? Essentially, yep. They want a better space in life. Some can be happy with where they are, but some can want to climb that ladder. And usually if the guy's taken out on the top, the one underneath will take his place unless there's some other bit of story that moves somebody up. Like, for example, Ed Varford might make a bunch of packs with people and then Frederick gets off, then he takes his place. You know, like that sort of thing. What is the burning pit and what does it contain? Do we want to work that out now or do we want to leave that? I assume that was the... The justice system. Oh. You go into the burning pit. Yeah, the burning pit is like one of the larger pools. Yeah. Therefore, a larger amount of the... um, The dragoons or whatever they're called. dragoons? That's not a bad word. Yeah, they... That's good. It sounds colony. The dragoon lagoons. Um... The reptiles, whatever we want to call them, um, well, yeah, that's where a, a larger concentration are. Sweet, that's cool. Um, and the custom-built device, carefully packed in its own protective case. I think we leave that a, a mystery until we, until it comes up in a scene. It is definitely a mystery. Attention, convicts. You will notice we have begun our descent to Imer 6. Please be seated where you can. If you are in a location without seating such as cargo hold 13C, please take hold of a yellow assistance handrail. We will soon be landing in a narrow valley between two mountains. This is the safest place to land on Imer 6. Please note, you will be assisting in the setup of corrective colony 14. Prior to the construction of the colony you will receive updated record tattoos before disembarking the ship. If you have committed any crimes during our journey here you will face an authority tattoo rig. Once your records have been updated and you have been assigned a work detail, construction on Corrective Colony 14 will commence. Please take care with the materials as Corrective Colony 14 will be your new home. The authority thanks you for your patience and cannot wait to create a new life with you here. On Imer 6.
Hey all, thanks for downloading, thanks for listening. This is our first episode for Durance, and it's just basically the setup of the game and the second part that will come uh, later will be the actual gameplay of Durance, us running through the scenes and telling the story. It's a, it's a whole bunch of fun. So um, if you want to keep updated on the show, check out our Instagram at Beyond the Dice and our Facebook at BTDPOD. You can find us on YouTube if you type in Beyond the Dice and our website is www.beyondthedice.com. Now on our website and on the links below, you will find a link to our store. We've got a whole bunch of cool stuff on there, t-shirts and jumpers and tote bags for all your, you know, players handbooks and dungeon master guides and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's not just our podcast related um, merchandise. It's got, you know, um, beholders on there and um, cyborg sort of stuff, a whole bunch of different styles. Um, so check that out. Um, what else? Just, I guess, keep listening, guys. You know, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, thanks. Anyway, we uh, hope to have you guys here the next episode pretty soon. Um, it should basically be edited and ready to go. So, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed and you enjoy your day or night. Bye.